What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to Alpha and Salt, the Random Alpha podcast with your very, very hearty host, Alpha DeWolf. And Salt Pepper. Discussing whatever we can think of and... <laughs> wow. What is wrong with us? I don't know. It's been, what, eight months? <laughs> it's been too long. <laughs> it was our last episode. Seriously, what the heck is wrong with us? It's almost as if we were giving up on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we never meant to give up on you guys. Or... Yeah, the problem was, well, Dub, <laughs> we had quite a bit of a problem, actually. Yeah, we had quite a few so I guess to start off with a few lists of reasons why we actually ended up uh, basically holding off for eight months is, well, uh, you may have noticed on camera right now, I'm actually in the basement <laughs> again, and that's because um, I've moved rooms. I'm no longer in the basement. I'm just down here because this is the only place where I can actually get internet access. And it's because my room is too far from the router. And we have tried Wi-Fi extenders. Don't even begin asking. Yes, we have. And unfortunately, <laughs> we can't get it to work. So, yeah, I guess we're just going to do the podcast down here. But wanted to try to do it in my room, except just it's not happening. So we're going to continue to do this in the old room. Yeah, um, as for me, I don't really have a good excuse i don't think there's like really any excuse that justifies us not recording an episode for yeah it's primarily all on me for the most part well you know maybe i got a little lazy sometime along there i think we had multiple sessions or, or multiple conversations where we planned out a date yeah and then we just didn't follow through yeah, we just never did. So, so we finally marked the calendars. Okay, when this pop-up appears, we got to do the podcast. Yeah. And it, except I think I timed the pop-up at like 9 o'clock or something, and I'm at church when that happens. Yeah, that. So, yeah, sometime during that. So it's currently Sunday when we're recording this. Uh, we're going to start recording this every Sunday afternoon. 
And to make sure of it, we have marked it in our calendars to be able to do that. Because, yeah. Wow, we are we're clearly podcast professionals. We can't even keep up with our own podcast. Yeah. And, like, hopefully nothing comes up, you know, in the following weeks. Oh, yeah. That was absolutely crazy. I think we've been, like, wanting to maintain a consistent schedule like ever since we started this thing like three years ago and uh it's never it's so funny we've always talked about actually trying to keep a consistent schedule except that never happened yeah (laughs) it's kind of funny but mostly depressing yeah so but hey good news we finally got an episode for you today so let's actually Talk about some stuff, and because yeah. we talk about mostly Apple stuff, well, let's talk about a lot of the products that we missed. I- I've wanted to do a podcast episode for every Apple event that's happened. Funny how we haven't covered a single event this year. Right, yeah. Well, we will now. But... <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about all the events. I'm going to talk about my favorite stuff. I'm pretty sure that Salt Pop- Salt Pepper has completely forgot every single thing that came out at those I events. I have. <laughs> Yep, just as I figured. So um, I wrote some of the most important stuff, at least the stuff that I deem most important in the notes here. So uh, we're going to talk about the April event first because, of course, we never covered that. (laughs) Right. First thing I wanted to talk about that is a big deal is AirTags. Yeah. What are they? I forgot. (laughs) Just as I suspected. Uh, Let me pull one out of my wallet here to get it on camera. Ooh, jeez. My wallet's disgusting. Ew. Well, you don't have to provide <laughs> yeah. any details. Sorry about that. All right. So here's the AirTag on camera. Salt can't see it because this is just an audio call we're doing. But it's basically those tile trackers, but much better in every regard. Right. And I have to say, it saved my wallet twice. Oh. Oh, yeah, it helps you track your wallet, yeah. Sorry, I just searched it up, because I couldn't visualize it in my head. Yeah, I mean, you know, I should probably go to the website and make sure I get all the details in front of my eyes as well, but yeah. yeah. So, what do you think of the idea of AirTags? Oh, man, I mean... I, I think they're great. I mean, if you lose your wallet, then... <laughs> Which I do like... all the time. I need to get another one for my keys, because I am constantly losing those. I mean, how much do they cost again? I... Um, $30. And oh. if you want a four-pack, it's $100. Okay. I mean, they're not that bad. Yeah, for an Apple product, that's actually reasonably priced. And you want to know something hilarious? Yeah. So these AirTags have a technology called ultra-wideband connectivity. Right, Samsung, I don't know what any of that is. Yeah, well, Samsung also has tile tracker competition. They call them smart tags or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they had two different versions, one without ultra-wideband technology and one with ultra-wideband technology. Huh. <laughs> Here comes the funny part. Everyone says, everyone complains, ah, Apple sucks because their products are so expensive. I mean, (laughs) 
How much an AirTag with the same technologies as a Samsung's SmartTag is actually cheaper. Wow. <laughs> the Samsung SmartTag is $50. Wow, that's a lot more than <laughs> the Apple one. Okay, I'm just saying, like, I are, yeah. I completely forgot these were a thing, but, like, honestly, I think they're real pretty good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this thing has saved my wallet how many times now? <laughs> they're so convenient, and at some point, when, when did I buy this? Sometime in August, I think. I think I bought it early August. Yeah. That's probably when I'll have to change the batteries, because the batteries surprisingly enough you don't recharge them they're swappable batteries when's the last time you could buy an apple product with swappable batteries huh. that's weird <laughs> yeah they last about a year and so far um yeah this my only complaint with it is every now and then it just randomly decides to freak out when it can't find my phone i don't know why it just does that every now and then that's weird I'm... Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely one of the biggest things that I appreciated <laughs> that came out this year, and it's the AirTag, because it's saved my wallet twice so far. <laughs> I once accidentally left it at an auto parts store. Yeah, I oh, kid yeah. you not, I did that. Uh... And then, second time, I... Uh, when, when, how did I lose it? Sec oh yeah, I lost it somewhere in my room. <laughs> left it in an old pair of pants. Uh, well. So yeah, I can really appreciate AirTags, yeah, but that's not the only thing that came out of that event. And there's two more products that I want to talk about. Uh, I have to scroll to Mac here. It's the iMac. Oh yeah, what's with that? Uh, I'd recommend you head to the site and actually check it out. Well, I doubt most of our listeners can. Yeah. Just do that. <laughs> Well, I'm just talking to you so you can get visuals of what it looks like, too. Wait, is there, like, a new 24-inch model? Or? Yeah, it's the new 24-inch. That's the one I'm talking about. So what's with the 24-inch? Um, there's quite a few controversial things about it. <laughs> All right. I mean, the colors are brought back. Pick a favorite color. What's your favorite color? Um, yellow, because I know you like gold. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, so, all right. Few questions I need to ask about it that are the most controversial things. Does the chin on the bottom bother you? Oh, the huge bar on the... Yeah. Okay, so for context to the listeners, all right, if you don't have the image pulled up, there's like a screen and then there's like a white border around the screen, but then at the bottom, there's like a solid bar of like what I presume is metal, like jutting out. It's the chin, yeah. Yeah. That's the chin. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't IMAX look the have best. had this for years. <laughs> so. Yeah, IMAX have had this chin for years, and supposedly the reason to keep it is sticky notes or something. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It it doesn't look that great. I'm gonna be honest. You can disagree, but yeah, I'm not. Ex I mean, I don't mind it, but I personally just 
wish it wasn't there because I mean, so far the only purpose I can think of it was either to A, advertise the Apple logo, which my iMac does, but this one doesn't even advertise it at all. Yeah. Or B, those sticky notes, which I have zero of. So it's not right. So yeah, I could easily live without the chin. Chin, here's the other thing that many people have absolutely despised. It's the white bezels. Oh yeah? The white border. Does that, I mean, when I first saw this, um, I got a quite a strong reaction. Obviously I didn't get it caught on camera because I've only caught my live reaction on one event, which was the October event. But this one, when I first saw it, I'm like, ooh, yay, colors are back. Nice and pretty too. And then when they showed me the front, I saw the white bezels and I'm like, whoa, okay, what's this? Yeah, I mean, with the, White bezel and the chin. It, I mean, I don't like it. Yeah, I was 50-50 on the chin actually making it to this year's iMac. I did not see the white bezels coming. Yeah. Personally, I really like them. I don't know why so many people hate them, but I actually like the white bezels. Well, we can disagree on that. Um... <laughs> Okay, are there any ports I can see? Like, a, is that a headphone jack? On the... Oh yeah, there's a head. The headphone jacks on the side, and the reason for that is because the new iMac is so thin; it is thinner than the length of the headphone jack. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's thinner than the length of a headphone jack. It's thick enough to accommodate USB-C ports on the back of it, though, so oh, the I.O. is still on the back. Okay. Because I was thinking about that. Yeah, that hasn't changed in that regard. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, it does look really thin. I think that's, like, the main appeal. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, that and the colors. I really like the colors. The blue one's my favorite. Well, of course it's your favorite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, Touch ID made it to the keyboard, finally. Oh, it did? Yeah, finally made it to the iMac's keyboard. It's no longer available on MacBooks only. I them long enough. Yeah, <laughs> so... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I mean, you appreciate Touch ID on your 16-inch, right? Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, it's so awesome. My only problem is, well, I barely have usable fingerprints, so... Yeah. But wait. I mean, I've actually gone to a Best Buy. They had... The blue and the green one on display at Best Buy, and the blue one, I think, had the Touch ID keyboard on display, and I tried that out, and it registered my finger just fine, so. Well, maybe it works after all. You know, I don't, I don't get it. What is it with me and the iPhone's Touch ID button? Because no matter what iPhone I try, it doesn't register, but I can use any other fingerprint scanner, and it works. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. 
very... My fingers are weird. Yeah, maybe you like the iPhones, but your fingers don't. Yeah. But yeah, Touch ID has finally made it to a desktop. And actually, they are selling the keyboard with Touch ID separately. The kicker is you have to have a Mac with Apple Silicon in it. Uh. So, if you have an Intel machine, which you do, um, that Touch ID sensor will not work with it. Mm. Okay. Also means it won't work with my iMac, especially. Well, yeah. <laughs> so... That's one of the cooler things about the new iMac that I really like. Okay. Um, isn't there something about an iPad Pro too? Yeah, they've also done something really crazy with it. Um, have you watched my "The iPad Pro Isn't What You Think" video? Uh, not really. Hmm. Well, <laughs> let's just say the iPad got quite an exciting hardware refresh. But the problem is, there is nothing to take advantage of it. Yeah, well... There's no software to take advantage of uh, it. Yeah, I don't know why that... I might have watched it, if I, but if I did, I don't remember any of it. Well, yeah, I made a video talking about how the... Tablet has always been in a really confusing spot. Yeah. And most people just don't understand what Apple is trying to pitch it as. <laughs> I mean, they don't exactly make it easy with their marketing and some of the accessories that they sell, like the Magic Keyboard case, I still don't see the point in that. Yeah. I just don't, but... Whew, yeah, the iPad Pro is in a really confusing spot right now because... That iPad also has the M1 chip, mm -hmm. which is kind of weird considering that it was supposed to be a Mac exclusive one. Right. So the iPad has Mac performance. Well, it kind of always has because the iPad Pro has always had crazy fast processors, but it's got that. Um, it has a new, very beautiful screen that I've seen in person, actually. It's called Mini LED. Yeah. It's an absolutely beautiful display. I struggle to see sharpness and all that, but that's not what the mini LED is about. It's about the colors and brightness, and those are things that I do see very well. Right. So, yeah, that panel is beautiful, and so much. I, I, I originally said in my video that I was not going to buy it because, well, it kind of didn't make sense, and... It's a bit too expensive, but after I saw that mini LED panel, I'm actually swayed over. Now I want to buy that yeah. iPad Pro. It looks pretty good. I, but I am looking at the marketing right now, so I mean, it's supposed to. Oh, yeah. They have it on display at Walmart. Oh, well. So if you ever go there, you could check it out. However, it's only exclusive on the 12.9-inch model. Huh, okay. So I'll have to look at that specifically. Yeah. To be honest. It's a really beautiful panel. In fact, we'll be talking more about that in just a little bit. But So yeah, it's got the new M1 processor, the beautiful mini LED panel. Um, it got it actually swapped out the front-facing camera for an ultra-wide and gave us a new feature called center stage. Yeah. 
where basically it's just tracking your head movement. <laughs> <laughs> That's. It looks pretty cool. I wish I could demo it, but I don't have it with me. Uh... In fact, it's kind of funny that actually every iPad but the iPad Air has that feature now, but it is really nice. Yeah, it is. Unfortunately. Um, what else did they change with it? Oh, it now has a Thunderbolt port. Oh, it does? Yeah, it now has a, <laughs> a Thunderbolt port. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Even though you still can't connect about 50% storage devices to it. <laughs> well, yeah, but still there's a Thunderbolt, a Thunderbolt port. Yeah, I'm yeah. not complaining. Thunderbolt port. It, that's really nice. I don't remember if it's the... No, no, I don't think it's Thunderbolt 4. I think it's Thunderbolt 3. What is it? I actually don't know. <laughs> what I do know is it is Thunderbolt Speeds. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, those are a few things. Oh, and they brought 5G to the iPad Pro. Today. We're bringing 5G, 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 5G. Is there still no, like, 5G, like, around the United States? Because, like, there's just not... Oh, there's 5G in the U.S., and it's actually been expanding to other cities. The problem is, well, it sucks. No one has it yet. We still don't have it in our area, and I know this because my dad has a... Samsung Galaxy S20 FE. Did I did I ever tell you he finally upgraded from his junky J7? <laughs> I mean, this is news to me because I thought he just like loves his like awful like phones. Yeah, <laughs> well, he he's got a new Samsung and uh, it's the S20 FE. And guess what? It's a 5G phone. And it doesn't work here. Yep. Because, of course, there's not a 5G tower. In fact, this drives me nuts about every carrier. Carriers, I know you don't watch this podcast because we are clearly not podcast professionals. But I have to give you this message to you. I am not Englishing right now. I gotta give this message to you. Speed doesn't matter. Our problem is coverage. Cell service out where I live sucks. I currently got how many bars down here? Um, one? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, cell service sucks out here. What do you got on your phone, you, averagely? Well, depends on the location. If it's in the school, then there's, like, one bar. But, like... With Verizon? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but, like, whenever I go in the school, suddenly, like, it's at, like, no bars at all, and it doesn't work, and I have to use the school's, like, awful Wi-Fi in order to, like, access the internet. Wow! You know, I don't... I'm shocked! I don't get it, but... Because I had my phone, I mean, back when I had the A50, when I went into the building, um... I still had, like, two bars of service. Yeah, yeah my service didn't suck that well, bad. Then again, I'm on AT&T. I don't know what happened. Yeah, that, that's weird. But yeah, point is, service sucks because we don't have access to it. So do you think improving speed is going to help well, us? It's not like we're going to buy this anyway. 
No, it's not. But of course, they don't care. They want to market. Join our network because we have the fastest speeds. Yeah, you have the spas spastest. I can't English. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> your fastest speeds aren't available anywhere. I'm actually surprised we have an LTE tower up here. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Anywho, uh, wow, king of off-topic, right here, sitting in this chair. Okay, back to iPad Wait, Pro. So on. it's got quite a few hardware changes that really make it such a pro device. Right. So pro, in fact, that the 12.9 inch actually increased a hundred dollars. Yeah. That. Wow. And here are the issues. At the time, ProRes support. ProRes is a video codec that um, actually the iPhone 13 Pro can now shoot in. It's a professional grade video codec that Final Cut tends to favor. Right. But that's you can't play that on the iPad. Oh. You can't play it back on the iPad. Well, actually, you can now, thanks to a software update. They finally let you do it now but at the time you couldn't do it huh that we still have our external drive support problem and some drives work and i'm i'm not joking you can plug in flash drives and external hard drives and all that but the problem is some of them work and some don't huh. i don't understand why yeah, to be honest so yeah, I mean, it's got a Thunderbolt port for crazy speeds and all that. Kind of like how 5G has crazy speeds, but the accessibility of it is just lacking. Yeah. That. <sighs> oh, and did you hear that applications on iPads are limited to 5 gigs of RAM? Oh, wow. Even though this new iPad Pro has... 8 gigs standard, and if you get either of the terabyte models, 16. <laughs> I don't know! I don't Is get it! it. Fenced off like that. <laughs> I mean, it's fenced off for the other iPads because they don't have as much RAM, but this is the iPad Pro yeah, we're talking about. Why is it? And it's, it's only capable of doing the same things you can do with the $300 iPad. I mean, what's the... I mean, I feel like there should be some, like, difference between the Pro and the normal. And, you know, that... I mean, isn't this yeah, confusing? And the, the iPad Pro starts at $800. If you want the iPad Pro's similar size design and the design language and all that, pretty much the only feature you're sacrificing is wider, the ultra-wide lens, and... Well, I guess center stage now, too. And Face ID, those are pretty much the only compromises you're making with it. That's $600. It's, it's just becoming harder to justify paying the $800 starting price of the iPad Pro, and that's just for the 11-inch. Yeah. And obviously, knowing me, I have to go 12.9-inch because I'm big screen everything. Oh, yeah, fun fact. Um, now, whenever I go to Walmart, the 12.9-inch iPad Pro looks too small to me. Well, why? What's... I don't know! 
<laughs> what do you, what kind of size do you want then? I don't know. <laughs> it just looks too small well, to me get now. get a 16 inch MacBook. You're already getting there, but you know. <laughs> I don't have it ordered yet, but I should be able to do it um, in a couple weeks, I, I think. I see. Yeah. I've crossed the $2,000 mark. Okay. So. And I don't mind sharing that because, well, I'm not being specific, but I'm just trying to give a percentage on how far that I am there. So I'm technically over 80% of the way to actually buying it in like maybe two paychecks. I should be able to purchase it. Huh. Okay. That's good. So yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, But yeah, now, now the 12.9 inch is iPad Pro is too small for me. <laughs> but yeah, th this is the biggest issue I have with it. It got such amazing hardware I upgrades. Don't use it. But yeah, it's not being taken advantage of at so, like, all. The point? At all. I know. The only reason why I'm buying it is just because I need the largest screen available. <laughs> <laughs> that just drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, guys. Something's wrong with me. Something's really wrong with me. I'm spending. I, I'm going to spend eleven hundred dollars on an iPad just because of the screen size. <laughs> uh. <laughs> then again, I'm spending twenty five hundred dollars on a MacBook just because of the screen size. Thank you, Apple. <laughs> yeah, their pricing is can be questionable and hard to defend at yeah. times. Um, but there wasn't just one Apple event this year. Yeah, we've got two more we need yeah. to talk about. So next we're going to talk about the September event. I'm going to skip WWDC because it's pretty much software and we all pretty much know how the software, software works. Yeah. So um, September. Uh, first we got the iPad mini. Thoughts? I... If I'm, uh, yeah, um, Salt, quickly head over to the, oops, that's the Mac tab. I want the iPad tab. Head over to the iPad minis page so you get an idea of what right, it looks like now. I know like this now. isn't good for media and, like, audio format. I know. Like, iPad. I mean, hey, when I get my new laptop, it'll be powerful enough that I'll probably just run my entire recording off of it, and that will include being able okay, to capture so the screen. I'm on the website right now. I'm in the uh, okay. iPad Mini. There's like a you know an iPad Mini. Um, yeah. How did? <laughs> first of all, what do you think of the iPad Mini in terms of where it fits in with the lineup? Do you think it makes sense? Is it too small? Is it pointless? I mean, it's an iPad Mini, and I don't really do iPad Minis, so I don't. Yeah. Um. What? What? You have the 5th gen budget iPad, I if I recall, right? Okay. Um, what's the screen size? Is it 9.7 inches, I think? Nine, I, I, that sounds about right. I don't know. Is that the same size? Yeah, that seems right. So this iPad mini has... Let me... Um... So tell me the size. Yeah, give me a sec. Um, 
8.3 inch. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a little bit smaller than my thing. Um, yeah, it's smaller than yours, but it's only by about like an inch. Huh. Inch and a half, somewhere in there. Uh, that, okay, I'm looking at the camera right now. There's like... There's like a... I, yeah, it has a flash on it. Yeah. Like a microphone. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's a microphone hole, and then right below it that, there's like a flash. To me. I don't know why that... That's the first thing. That, <laughs> yeah, it kind of does now that you mention it. It comes to mind, but... Yeah, so I guess I'm pretty much asking, what do you think of small versus big tablets? You already know my opinion, just because. I prefer large duh. too. I don't. <laughs> I don't really get the appeal in small tablets. I mean, my the way I view tablets, to be honest, now there are applications for smaller tablets, and I do see why they might make yeah. sense to some people, but. I'm a big tablet person. The reason is because, well, I view a tablet as basically the device with the bigger touch screen. Yeah. And considering that I obviously get the Mac size phone all the time, because I'm using the XS Max, and if I ever upgrade at some point from here on out, it's obviously going to be the Mac size every single yeah. time. So. Yeah, I just, I don't find a reason to buy a mini-sized tablet or a small tablets in general, but I can see their appeal, like, um, if you're constantly bringing a, the most common use case I can think of is if you're constantly walking around an office, but you don't really have anything to, you either don't have a bag to hold a large device or you don't have much many pockets or something you just you need to fit a small product in your pocket or something quick you can take i i can see why a mini tablet makes sense especially in the business yeah. world yeah to me it makes sense in there but <laughs> at home and for personal use and my use cases especially i just i can't make mm -hmm. use of it Wow, that starlight just looks so gold. Where are you looking at it? I'm looking at the Buy iPad Mini page right now and looking at the color options. There's obviously the same boring space gray. Then they got the girly colors, the pink and the purple. I don't know why those are the only other odd color what options. Is starlight? Is that like gold? Starlight is supposed to be a blend of silver and gold, I hear. I mean, the background looks pretty nice. It look. I mean, I'm looking at this on a TV. I have no idea how color accurate it is, but... Um, yeah, it looks a bit gold from what I'm looking at. I mean, you know, it is a blend of gold and white, so it's going to be like really white gold. But... Yeah. I kind of like it, to be yeah. honest. I have yet to see it in person, though. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, I have seen it in person at that Best Buy. Look, what are your thoughts on it? Um, The size is actually a tad bigger than I thought. I thought it was going to be, like, teensy tiny, because if the 12.9-inch iPad Pro is tiny by my standards, then <laughs> this thing has to be even... 
smaller than that, but actually it was a tad yeah. bigger than I expected. And it was basically a mini, mini iPad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, it felt the same size as your iPad. Well, it is only an inch apart. Yeah, an inch. That that's pretty much it. But it it did definitely feel bigger than my phone, even though I have a six and a half inch display. But yeah, it it's bigger than I thought. And this is coming from a guy who thinks the 12.9 inch iPad Pro is too small. Well, okay, I mean. <laughs> so. But yeah, that came out. It's got the new A15 chip. It also has center stage. It's $100 cheaper than the iPad Air. Yeah. <laughs> has a flash. It also oh, has nice. Type-C. Yeah, it's, it also That's has cool. Type-C. In fact, they did something actually weird about this iPad. This is one of the strangest form factors they have ever done. So if I recall correctly, the button layout on your iPad is you got the power button at the top, and then on the right side, close to it, you got the volume buttons, right? Yes. I usually put it in landscape. Okay. It's more like the power button is on the side. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So here's something odd that they did about this iPad, and it was just to accommodate the Apple Pencil 2. What they do? So the Apple Pencil 2 is about the same length as the iPad Mini, right. so they couldn't put the volume buttons where they usually do. Oh, do they all put them on the same side? They put them on the same side as the power button. Uh, I don't know what I think about that. that. I mean, I've advocated in the past that volume and power buttons should not be on the same side of a yeah. phone but this is not a phone i mean i still don't like I, I, i'm just not used to it i think but yeah same here but i mean hey that's what they did to have to be able to accommodate the apple pencil too and it works on both sides right with the mm -hmm. apple pencil okay yeah that's really nice it's a really nice mini tablet it's just not meant for me yeah. And from the sounds of it, not meant for you either. No. I mean... But I, I have to admit, I got to appreciate that. Despite that it's not meant for me and all that, I still appreciate nice devices. Yeah. And Starlight looks good, too, as a car. So what yeah. is it about the new watch? Okay, so <laughs> this is going to be the weirdest thing that we'll be talking about. I know you probably do not follow the leaks at all. No. So... There's a whole saga going on about what happened with the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch, the leaks of the Apple Watch, it was supposed to get that squared off design that the iPhone 12 and 13 have. Yeah. Well, except if you actually go to the watch tab on Apple's site and it take a look at the Series 7 itself. Doesn't. It's not square at all. And the funny part was, I mean, John Prosser, who's already an accurate leaker and all that, he was the one who originally leaked the squared off design. But then also the current most accurate Apple leaker in general, uh, Mark Gurman, he also leaked expect squared off Apple Watch. And they were both wrong. And that was also later followed up by Ming-Chi Kuo, 
who also said the same thing, expect a squared off Apple Watch. And, and these are all of the, some of the most accurate leakers out there. And then they're all wrong. And... <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, it's so funny that they're all wrong. But the biggest thing that I appreciate about them being wrong is, well, A, I don't even find that design to be very comfortable, to be honest. And before you ask, yes, I've held an iPhone 12. Actually, let me rephrase that. A 12 Pro Max. Yeah. Without a case on. It's not comfortable. I mean, I, I can see why. Yeah. So, but despite that, no, these did not get the squared off design. They actually got a screen size increase. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that I was originally going to buy the Series 6 like a year ago just because I've wanted an Apple Watch for so long. But boy, am I glad that I did not make that purchase. Yeah, because, yeah, again, it's larger now. Yeah, it's got a larger display. And you know how, have you seen Samsung, how Samsung phones, the display on the very edges, it wraps around the edge? Um, oh yeah, does it? The Apple Watch actually does this too. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> really nice effect. Oh, it's in product red too. I was oh yeah, the... um, it's in. It's also in my favorite color, blue. In fact, I was so glad they did not drop the blue color. In fact, I think I actually prefer this shade of blue. The series seven shade. What the baby blue? Okay. It's not baby blue. Is it? No, the actual watch itself. Oh. Yeah, the watch comes in the graphite, which is basically the equivalent of space gray. Again, boring. Um. The new starlight color, which replaced the silver. Yeah. And the gold, actually. It replaced silver and gold. Yeah, the starlight color, it combines silver and gold. Uh, there's a new midnight green, which I really do not like. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I do not like that green. 
Yeah. And then the product red, and then there's a blue one. The blue one is my personal favorite. Well, you know, I know you like like blue, so mm -hmm. that comes as no surprise. Yep. Are there is there anything else with the Apple Watch? Anything new or? Well, actually, that's kind of the odd thing that I've wanted to talk about more specifically. So. Despite that all the leaks were definitely wrong about the Apple Watch not getting squared sides and all that. Yeah. Not much of this watch has actually changed at all, in fact. It's got the, literally, they brand it as the S7 chip on the inside. It's really the same chip as last year's X, S6. Huh. So it's got the exact same internals. Nothing on the inside has changed. <laughs> The biggest things on that thing that have changed are the battery. No, the battery's not changed. Uh, the charging speed of it. The charging speed is now faster. Yeah. I hear. And then the display. And support for now, finally, a full QWERTY keyboard. Hmm. Yeah, it's... Bit... <laughs> not much with it has changed. And leaks have actually suggested it would... The S7 chip would be like a dual-sided chip. Or something like that. Or it's supposed to be a new health sensor or something. Yeah, that, it's so funny. There was so many, so much hype and so much anticipation, especially in the leaks of this watch. And it's all wrong. <laughs> yeah, I. That's. It's kind the of. The only thing that I hear they got right was the display size increase. Well, yeah. That was the only thing they got right. I mean, Other than that, there is they got everything wrong about this watch. Yeah. I You're still going to get it though, right? Like at some point, yes. I'm thinking really hard about this. Um obviously the Mac has to come first. Oh yeah. But yeah, I'm thinking before this year ends at some point, I'm actually going to get the Series 7 because I mean, I got a nice watch here. I don't know if you've seen it yet but i got a watch for my birthday this year from my dad it's a sterling watch and let me just say it looks very pretty it's very durable and well <laughs> it's a very awesome watch i finally got my dead watch replaced yeah i mean i've held your old watch before it was pretty old yeah and the glass was so scratched up i had I bumped this watch against so many different things, including a sharp tool in one of the machines I operate at work, and it's there's still not a scratch in sight. Oh, that's cool. I mean... So yeah, it looks good, and it's pretty durable. I can't complain about my Sterling watch. I really like it. Still, you know, it's... But yeah, I still like to get the Apple watch because it's about time I get a smart watch. Yeah. I'm like... Your storing watch, I mean, it just tells the time, and there's a lot more you can do. I have the date on it as well. Oh, it, well, yeah, other than... Yeah, it'll tell time. me the date as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll tell me the time and the, t and the date. Other than that, uh, nothing else. It won't tell me if I got a text message. It won't tell me if my heart rate is beating too fast. Just tell you the time and date. Yep. Um, this watch tells time. 
It also does a million other things. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how that ad goes. It was so funny. <laughs> and then there was last year. Oh, then I'm remembering last year's. It already does that ad. Imagine a future when a tiny device would be able to track your sleep. Psst, ma'am. Oh, yes? It already does that. Oh, okay. <laughs> List a whole bunch of other features. It already does that. It already does that. It already does that. <laughs> Oh, that's one of my favorite Apple Watch ads. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty good. Um, All right. Though, although, again, it, the Apple Watch 7 and 6 are basically, like, pretty similar. Yeah, they're pretty much the same thing, to be honest. Just a slightly bigger display. And you know what you get when you add 7 by 6? That's right, you get 13, <laughs> which... You get unlucky 13. In fact, fun fact, I went to D.C. this year... Yeah. Finally, yeah. the hotel I stayed Was at, it? there's no floor 13. Well, and yeah, it was like an 18, 20 story building. A lot of floors, like buildings are at like that. Cause like, I know that is so weird. Cause yeah, I'm looking at the elevator buttons. I stayed on the 11th floor, but it was in the same row as 12 and where should have been 13. But and like, wasn't. wait a minute. 11, 12, 14, 15? Where's 13? Yeah, a lot of buildings just don't have a 13 floor. That is... Yeah, I learned something new about that. Also, airplanes. I hear... I've, I've heard this from my dad who flies out to other areas for his work quite often. He's told me that if you get a flight ticket or whatever and you're seated in row 13, you got a huge problem. Oh, oh, yeah, you got the emergency door, right? <laughs> There's no row 13. Oh, right, yeah. I, <laughs> There's no I, row 13. I, actually, I didn't know that. I just know the emergency door. Right? Yeah, that that is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so 13 is an unlucky number, but in fact, it's kind of showing because the sales of this phone aren't as good as the 12 oh, I hear. I mean, they're still up there. Apple's not failing by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't... I've heard that the sales weren't exactly as high as the 12s last year. But I think that's because last year was a super cycle, meaning more people upgraded than usual. So, you know, like, now... I mean... So, like, with an exceptional year, like... This year, I guess, yeah. it was just, like, normal. Like, Yeah, I guess this would have been considered a normal year for iPhone sales. And, hey, it's not bad, because we all know iPhone sales are always through the roof. Yeah, I mean... Oh, funny story, actually. In China, there's, like, a similar thing with 13, but it's 4, because the Chinese word for 4 is similar to the Chinese word for death. Like, they sound almost exactly alike. Oh, really? So there's, like, no fourth floor in any of the buildings. It's, like, basically the same thing. So if I had to guess, there's no row 4 in Chinese aircraft. I can't confirm that, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was Yeah, true. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to either because I don't know the difference between well, especially when it comes to international flights, what language would it be yeah. in? Um so what's new with this iPhone? Um a lot of it is in the camera department. That's where most of the new stuff is. But the pro models finally have 120 hertz. All right. Finally has promotion. Okay. And actually, I discovered that I really notice it. Is it good? Very. 
Very, very, very good. Hmm. Yeah, in fact, my sister actually got a phone for Christmas, and it it's not an iPhone, unfortunately. It's a OnePlus, but it actually has a 90 hertz display, and I can definitely tell the difference between scrolling on that 90 hertz display of my sister's phone and my 60 hertz on my iPhone XS Max. I can tell the difference. Well, yeah, it must be good, right? It is. It's really good. It it it, it feels and looks so much smoother. And how much hertz did this iPhone have again? I so our our current iPhones that we're using, they're 60 hertz. Yeah. The ProMotion is 120. Wow, that, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's literally yeah. double, and you notice it. Have you played with it before? I... Oh, yeah, I have, actually. I've played with the demo units at Walmart, and believe it or not, the iPad Pro, ever since 2017, I think... ProMotion was originally introduced with the 2017 iPad Pro. Yeah. But I've never actually seen the 2017. But I've played with it on the iPad Pros before, and I do notice it there, and I notice it on the iPhones as well. Right. So, yeah, it it's really nice. It must be. Um, they also finally changed the notch. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, quickly look at a picture. You'll notice they changed the notch, which I'm personally not a fan of. Wait, how do they change it? I can't tell. They made it thinner and slightly taller. Huh. Okay. I mean... Honestly, the fact that I couldn't tell, I think. You couldn't tell? Wow! It's so noticeable. Well, to be honest, I don't really like spend that much time looking at iPhones, but. Well, yeah, I can immediately tell the difference between a twelve and a thirteen. I mean, that notch change is so noticeable. Oh wait, no, I see it now. Yeah, it's a little thicker, and. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm not exactly a fan of yeah. it. I I really prefer the old notch. If you're gonna. Ch- I didn't want them to change the notch at all because now that means the iPhone no longer has that recognizable design. It still has yeah, a notch. Yeah, I mean, but Android phones also has different. a notch too. And I don't know about you, but this notch that they currently have on the 13s is kind of looking a little close to Pixel 3 notch. And we all know how bad that one yeah. was. Hopefully they change Yeah. That. But other than the notch, is there like... And the camera. Oh yeah, so ProRes is finally available on the Pro iPhones. You can now record ProRes video, though be advised, you might want to make sure you get more storage in your phone if you actually decide to do that. (laughs) Because... Oh yeah. How much information does it take? I think it takes up like... 6 gigs a minute if you do 4K 30 ProRes. Does it? Uh, yeah. That's quite a bit. Yeah, it does. It, it eats so much storage up that they actually released a one terabyte option this year for storage. <laughs> no, oh, that's crazy. <clears throat> Though, personally, I wouldn't get that much in my phone if I were to get one of the, one of those. I'd probably get, like, the 512 or something. Yeah. 
Uh, what else changed? Wait, um, oh, we have a new cinematic mode. I don't know if you've seen that yet. There's oh, there a new is. cinematic mode. So, um, portrait mode. You, you know portrait mode photo on iPhones? Oh, your iPhone doesn't oh, have it. Right, you got the 8. Oh, wait, no, mine Your don't. iPhone doesn't have it because you have the 8. You need the 8 plus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I guess I do. Well, it basically at blurred the background around you. Oh. So, like, focus is yeah. on, like... A single person. Yeah. Object. You can now do that in video. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you have to have the 13s to do it. But yeah, the funny thing is, it's not limited to just the 13 Pro. You can also do it with the regular 13s. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. And I checked it out myself, and wow. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it looks good. And the, something crazy, so every video high-quality production camera out there, well, whenever you change your focuses and all that, you well, it's saved to the recording. You can't change it. Whatever you recorded, that's what you're stuck with. You can yeah. actually edit what it focuses and the blurs during the video after you shot it. Oh, wow, that's... This is a first. Impressive, yeah. That's a big deal. It is a that no, it's a that sounds huge. Yeah, that is a really big deal, especially for cinematography. And you know what? I'm finally, I'm actually going to budge. I think I'm actually going to buy the phone. I was debating it with the 12s before. I think I'm actually going to budge this time. Oh, uh, I, I mean, not anytime soon, because you know we have. Well, yeah, I got to buy the laptop things. first, yeah. but yeah. I think I'm actually going to budge this time. I think I'm going to upgrade my phone. Yeah, with the camera and the... Because video performance is something that I do care about, and this phone has it. So I think I'm going to budge. Yeah. I mean, go... Well, again, you guys won't see it, like, see the new footage anytime soon. Because, again, Alpha has, like, more pressing priorities with what he wants to buy. (laughs) Um, yeah, I gotta get a laptop that'll be able to edit ProRes stuff first. <laughs> yeah. But still. Yeah, so far I do need to ask a question right. about getting this. Because I've, I've already decided, you know what, I'm going to budge this time. So, But there's two different color options that I'm absolutely torn on. I'm obviously going to get the Pro Max because that's just how I work. Blue and gold. But I'm so torn on gold or Sierra Blue. Yeah, those were the two, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know what to get. I'm not doing graphite because it's black, and black is boring, in my opinion, for a phone color. Um, silver, I do like the contrast, but I usually go with silver if there's no other good colors that I like. But the problem is there's two really good colors that I do like, and I can't choose between them. Uh, they both look good, you know. I know. What are your priority for colors again? Wasn't it like blue first and then gold second? I don't, I mean, well, the thing is, I already have so many blue devices. I have my blue iPhone 5C, my two blue iPods, the Touch and Nano. You want to switch it up a little bit? I'm, I'm thinking so, and that's, I mean, well, obviously I could only get the gold with my iPhone XS Max yeah. because there's no blue option, but yeah. I'm going to get a blue Apple Watch Series 7. 
Well, if you're asking for my advice, um, well, maybe you should first of all ask the advice of the people who are listening to this or watching. Yeah. So yeah. if you guys have any input, then feel free to let me know in the comments or whatever. But yeah, I'm absolutely torn on the colors. I can't decide because, I mean, I can't decide if I should just embrace my blue color scheme or have a contrast color every now and then because, I mean, I like blue. But if, like, I was standing in a room of nothing but blue... It would get pretty boring. I need some contrast every now and then, but I just, I can't decide. So, because they both look so good. Well, since you're getting a blue watch, here's my advice. Since you're getting a blue watch, um, I think you should get a gold iPhone. Because you're probably going to take the watch with you everywhere, right? Like, you're going to see it all the time. Oh yeah, I'm gonna see it on my wrist all the time. So I, I would recommend you get the gold one. For so you're suggesting the gold, okay? For contrast, I'll take that. All right. But again, this I'll is, take that into account. This is your choice, not. Well, but yeah, I, I have, I'm not gonna pick right away. Obviously. obviously, I still have until after I, well, raise after I buy the MacBook, I gotta raise the money again. <laughs> yeah, that might take but, a little bit. But yeah, I've just been torn on the color. I do not know which one to get. I know which one I'm not going to get, and that's the graphite and silver. Yeah. <laughs> we just got two of them eliminated. You just need. Yeah. Yeah, I got oh, those two good. eliminated, but I can't choose gold or blue. Uh, well, hopefully you eventually manage to make your. Make With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. A good decision on that. Um... Yep. All right, so that's essentially what happened with the September event. There was an October event, but there wasn't exactly that much, that many notable things, except for this one obvious thing we're going to talk about. And would that be the MacBook Pro? That would be the MacBook Pro, yes. So I don't know if you've done some research on the new MacBook Pro, no. but let's just say it is, well, it's kind of going to embarrass yours. Oh, what, what do they add? Oh uh, yeah, I better get to the page myself. Um, Mac, I'm gonna go. S yeah, so, unfortunately, they're still in the same two boring colors, um, space gray and silver. Yeah. Though you'll know which color I'll get. I'm gonna get the silver. <laughs> Speaking of which, how do you like your space gray? 
Um, I don't see it that often because I put it in a black case. That's in a black case. That's completely opaque. So. Oh really? Yeah. It, it, didn't, it didn't end up mattering to me at the end because the thing is with the queer cases after a while they get dirty and they turn into like this yellowy color and it's kind of disgusting so, oh are you talking about your iphone yeah, I'm, I'm talking about my iphone oh i was referring to your mac oh wait wait is this in space gray because it yeah you you got yours in space gray for, it looks like silver now i don't know why but really you know i i completely like blanked out on that because like it was, I always saw. I've always thought of this as silver, and like it, it's kind of weird now, given that I bought this in space. It, it doesn't look that much like space gray, but. I mean, if you probably took your iPhone out of its case and compared the aluminum sides to the aluminum chassis of your MacBook, you might actually realize, oh, they are pretty much the same color. Huh. Though, yeah, I'm obviously going to get the silver one. But, yeah, you got the space gray one in case you forgot. Yeah, I've always thought of this as the silver one. I don't know why. I completely... Gray and silver, they look so similar. They're just different shades. Yeah, I, I blocked it out. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... Yeah, as Justin Long said, it's gray and grayer. Well, I kind of regret it. It's kind of boring. So you should probably pick a more exciting color, I would think. Yeah, I'm going to pick the silver. Yeah. Is it? There's no gold, right? There's no gold. It's the same two colors. Oh, they haven't changed that yet? I know! It's, I, it drives me so mad! They're willing to make a colorful iMac, but they're going to keep the professional market that boring? I mean, okay, yeah, maybe some professionals don't care, they just want a machine that does it. But what about those that do care about their machines? Yeah, like... Like, I don't know, maybe us? Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> so... <laughs> There are people that would like other colors. You know, like, the only, like, you know, more than just, like, people who, like, work in companies or, like, business people, like, are going to buy this, you know? Like, average yeah, I people mean, are going to look into this as well. Yeah, aside from businesses, there are, there. Are, I mean, especially with the 16-inch, for those who definitely want the bigger screen, because there are people who will just buy it, like myself, yeah. for the bigger screen and not necessarily the performance, well, they're going to be a little bored with the fact that it's just gray and grayer. Yeah. But still. <laughs> so, yeah, colors haven't changed at all, unfortunately. But so much about this laptop has changed to the point where I'm actually going to be making... Actually, no, I've made a video already. I just have to upload it. Oh, wow. uh, so I made a video discussing some of the problems. The theme around this MacBook Pro redesign is Apple listening. Yeah. Oh, so first of all, there is so much about this laptop that have been influenced by many consumers. Yeah. Wait, I've heard you say something about this one in, in a private call. This one getting rid of the touch bar. Isn't that? Yes, so that's one of them. People have complained about the touch bar for so long, and obviously the, when I upload my video, it'll definitely go over that again. And we disagree. But... Sorry. Wait, really? No, I was saying we disagree on the opinion. That the... Oh, we disagree with their decision to remove yeah. it, yeah. So 
The biggest reason why we disagree with their decision to remove it is because, I mean, Salt, name your reason, because you got a touch bar on your MacBook right now. Okay, I mean, I already told you this, and the, but obviously the audience doesn't know. It's, And for anyone who doesn't have a touch bar, it's really convenient. Like, you can change, like, the volume at a whim's notice, and, like... Whenever you open a different application, it shows, like, different functions on the touch bar, and it's really convenient. Like... That are specific for that application. I'm calling on my Mac right now. I'm not recording the episode on there, but I have, like, the call function open, and I can, like, mute my mic right now and, like, leave the call. And while that, I can still, like, open Siri, uh... Obviously, like, the call won't work if I open Siri. But then I can also change the volume, and I can change the brightness, too. It's, like, you can do a whole lot. Can I add a quick note about changing the volume and brightness? Yeah. It's more dynamic of a control it if is. you have sliders yeah. versus just tap, tap, tap on buttons. And they replaced it with, like, what do you see on, like, a Windows keyboard? <laughs> it's, like, a... You have the function... It's so bad! You have the function keys... And the, half of the functions are completely pointless, and it's... Oh, half of them? Over half of them are completely fun completely useless. Like the, um, what was it? The, I think it was the launchpad key, or is that... That was one they replaced, actually. Yeah, they replaced the launchpad key with... And the... the launchpad key was one of them. The keyboard brightness keys, they replaced those two. Oh, the way they got... I don't know they got rid of the keyboard brightness key, which I really liked, by the way. So They're now functions within the control uh, center in macOS, I think. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, you use them a lot. I Back when you had your 14-inch. No, not your 14-inch. 11-inch? 15-inch. 2014. 15-inch. That's what you had. Back when you had that, I recall you using those yeah, keys a lot. Because it's good. And I, I don't know why they got rid of <laughs> yeah. them. Okay, so yeah, th th that's Salt's reasoning for him liking the touch bar and why he's mad about they ditched it. Now let's talk about me, even though I've never owned a Mac with a touch bar. All right, go ahead. What's your... So, I've advocated for the touch bar because I got currently 12 keys on my MacBook right now. I'm looking at my MacBook. There's 12 different keys with functions on them. Yeah. Half of those... Right. These keys are dual function, actually. So what I mean by dual function is you can hit a hotkey and then they turn into other functions for various other things. Yeah. So if we're going to base this off of the current computer controls, which is without holding the function key, I only use five keys on my Mac. Five. Right. That's less than 50%. Yeah. That goes to show how useless a lot of these are. The only keys I touch are the two brightness keys and the three volume controls, which are my mute, volume down, and volume up. That's it. I, it is ever rare I actually touch all of the others. Mission control, I just use a gesture. I find it faster to do a gesture than actually push the mission control oh, yeah. button. Launchpad, I actually use the launchpad icon in the dock. That's how I use access my apps right. and all that that or use the gesture on my trackpad and you know, <laughs> that's kind of a common theme i use a lot of gestures and that's because gestures are more convenient than dedicated <laughs> buttons yeah. 
The phones have figured this out at this point. We should know this. So yeah, um, I don't use the mission control or launch pad keys. Um, the keyboard brightness, I... Sometimes I mess with it, but it's like once a month or something. Right. It's so infrequent, I actually mess with I them. Mean, I so <laughs> I consider those as not frequently used. And then I got my media controls, which have never worked. I don't know why they put media controls on these things because they've never worked. My play pause never works. My skip track never works. Uh, so, it, you know, it's not. And then on the new M1 Apple Silicon keyboards that don't have the touch yeah. bar and all that, They've replaced the launchpad key and the keyboard brightness keys with dictation, which I'll never use. Do not disturb. I have scheduled. And what was the last one? Spotlight. I usually just command space it. I'm so used to command space that I'll probably never touch the spotlight. So they just replaced it with pointless buttons. And keep in mind, I at least touched the keyboard brightness keys at least once a month. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't get why I did that. And once again, with the touch bar, the brightness and all that, you get more dynamic of controls with sliders yeah. versus basically you're shuffling through preset brightnesses or preset volumes with every tap of a key. I don't, I don't get it. Um, so this is just from coming from a guy who's never owned a Mac with a touch bar. I already find these function keys to be pretty useless. <laughs> me, I find the touch bar really useful. I use it like all the time. So I don't, I don't get why they made this decision. And I don't, I think if I was to get a new MacBook, then like the lack of a touch bar is like something I'll have to seriously consider due to how much I am used to it now and how often I use it, so. And how, I mean, there, there's another reason why I've advocated, I've mentioned this in the video, but I'll mention it here yeah. as well. Um, Blackberries, we, we remember Blackberries, right? The original but, smartphones? Yeah, I know what they are. <laughs> yeah, they have, they have physical keyboards on them. Yeah. Why are they gone? Well, you know, no one. The exact same reason we got the touch bar. And it's because all of those keys on there were either single or dual function keys. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention the, whenever I hit the function key and turn them into F1, F2 keys, like on a Windows keyboard, um, I only touch, I only use that in pages and that's because I'll map presets for like different, different right. font formats and bullet lists. Right. Yeah, so I do that with my MacBook, but I only use like two presets. That's it. So like really, you don't use it that much, and it's just kind of <laughs> yeah. weird. I mean, again, you said this was like the MacBook where they took advice from the community, and I guess most people wanted it gone, but I don't... 
Well, you guys want to know something that's really dumb about why they what? wanted this gone? Their complaint is that, well, when the system or the app freezes or whatever, well, the touch bar also freezes. Well, it doesn't work like that, because, like... Yo, guess what? Not only does the touch bar freeze, but the rest of the yeah. keyboard does. Though if it's application-specific, and I agreed with the community on how... I wasn't exactly a fan of one of the most common buttons that... I mean, even for the functions and all that, one of the most common buttons we do push, the escape key. It makes sense to have that a physical button. I agree with that. And they fixed that with the 16-inch MacBook Pro. But, you know... So we now have that physical escape key for if somehow an app crashes and the touch bar freezes. So... So what's the excuse of still removing it? I, I don't. Because not only does the touch bar freeze when the system freezes, so does the yeah, keyboard. I don't, I don't... I don't see the logic at all. I don't either. That's why I'm so mad about this community actually winning. Because, first of all, they don't under... I mean, this is probably the same community that got mad. Ah, oh, I want my physical keyboard on my phone. What happened to the keyboards? Now we gotta learn to use software keyboards, stupid stuff like that. <laughs> really? <laughs> and we all know, getting rid of that physical keyboard on the phone has benefited us much more than yeah. keeping it. Getting rid of the physical home button has benefited us more than just keeping it. Yeah, I... I mean, I'm not too sure if you agree personally due to the fact that you have an iPhone I mean, 8, but... Well, not... I just picked it because it was cheapest. I I mean, I was skeptical with getting rid of the home button, but now that, like, I've seen other people use it perfectly fine, I'm more... You're ready I'm to... to... I'm ready to switch if... Or at least I won't mind the switch yeah. whenever I do get there. Uh, yeah, fun fact. I've gotten all of my direct family members to actually switch to the gesture system on their Androids. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty From cool. what I hear, they actually like it. I probably won't, too, if whenever that comes So, yeah, down. we've gotten rid of physical buttons because... Well, <laughs> single-purpose buttons isn't exactly convenient. No, it's not. So it drives so, me nuts that they got rid of the touch bar just for this stupid reason. But, yeah, it's kind of dumb. But you did say there were, like, other features in this. Dude. Yeah, there's one other thing about it that has me really upset. And I don't know your opinions on this. So, uh... Can you reevaluate with the audience? How have you handled the fact that your MacBook only has USB-C ports and a headphone jack? Um, well, I use the headphone jack. Uh, so the thing is, I don't use the ports that often because most often I use, for transferring files, I use Google Drive and um, AirDrop. And AirDrop, I, I hear. Yep. Yeah, AirDrop is really nice, and I'll finally be able to have a usable version on my laptop. I upgraded my desktop iMac to have it, but my MacBook still has AirDrop 1. That only communicates with Macs with AirDrop 1. Yeah, but, um, 
So. I did get an adapter that converts between USB-C to USB-A. It was, it was pretty cheap, so I don't... I mean... Question, does it have any other I.O. ports like SD or HDMI or stuff like that, or is it just USB-A? It's, it's just USB... For the adapter, USB-A. Ah. Okay, so... That's how he's handled the transition. I would have handled it differently, to be honest. I would have just gotten, like, flash drives with both the Type-A and Type-C ends on them, which they do exist, by the way. I see. Yeah, that's how I would have handled that. And But that's pretty much the only thing you do connectivity-wise with your laptop. Right. So you were able to handle it fairly well. But obviously we do more things than just plug-in drives and all that. We connect displays, we connect camera media and such and all that. And this is where things are about to fall apart. And I'd kind of like to know your opinions on this too. So HDMI, your old MacBook have it. Your, your old MacBook had yeah. it. Do you miss it? I don't it? ever use it, so no. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the HDMI port came back. Yeah. So, as someone who does regularly plug in displays to my laptop, I do this. I know you don't be that often. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I, think you plug I, yours in at all. Well, no, I don't anymore. I mean, I'm glad it's back, because it was a nice feature. I kind of... I mean, I got to plug it in into my TV, which helped when I was watching movies, but... I think we did that for a Kahoot session once. We did. We were once. studying for an exam. Yeah. Oh, jeez. That, <laughs> that was painful. Yeah, no, that wasn't... The painful days of public school. Fun. Hey, I'm still stuck here. We, uh, yeah, have fun. <laughs> we got, we got like. All right. Exam season is coming to, like soon too. Anyway. Yeah, I suppose the end of the semester anyway, is coming. Um, back up. to the MacBook. Anywho, uh, yeah. So, you don't care about the HDMI port coming back because no. you don't use it. So here's a question I would like to ask. Would you trade it for something else if you had the option to? Like, maybe something you would use? Uh, like, I mean, I suppose. I mean, trading it with something I would, trading something I don't use with something I do use. I mean. Then again, you don't connect that many no, things to your laptop in the first place. So, yeah, I guess you're not exactly the no, person not. to ask, but but I guess I need to put out this. Uh, I have a video scripted for this idea, except because I already got one of my professional style videos coming yeah. out soon. I decided I'm going to hold off on making this until I actually have the laptop in hand and have some experience with it. But yeah, basically three ports came back to the MacBook Pro. Um, HDMI is one of them. I have... I mean, despite that, I'm using HDMI, the standard right now, to... Actually, my current way... I, I've currently got my MacBook plugged into a TV that's right behind the camera, so mm -hmm. you guys can't see it. But the way I have that working is I have the, my mini display to four different standards adapter. And then I have my 
And then I have an HDMI plugged into the TV and the adapter. So I'm currently using HDMI right now. Yeah. But honestly, the way I would prefer to do it and how I would handle it if I had the go through the USB-C transition, I just get a USB-C to HDMI cable. Oh yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> Logic, right? No need to j jumble with the adapters. And I, the reason why I, I know I'm kind of, <laughs> what's the word? Um, being hypocritical right now because I'm currently using an adapter to plug into the HDMI and all that. But the reason why I did that, it, did that with this one is because mini display is not a very right. common standard. So to deal with that, and at the time, um, actually the USB-C transition wasn't very well embraced just yet. I just, and we have so many different monitors and TVs and such around the house that use all sorts of different standards. And obviously it's hard to get cables and all that with the yeah. correct ones. For my current setup, I found it easiest and best just to get my mini display to all the other different display standards adapter. It's got the HDMI standard, VGA, DVI, and DisplayPort. Yeah. That's why I have that set up right now. But honestly, I'm going back on that because most of our stuff is actually switched to the HDMI standard by now. Our TV is HDMI. The monitor I'm using right here is HDMI. Um, so because of that, I'm just going to get a USB-C to HDMI cable. Well, at least that's what I would have done if um, they didn't bring the HDMI back. Well, yeah, now it's back. But yeah, if that whole if they didn't bring it back, that's exactly what I've done. Well, you know. But here's something dumb about this HDMI port yeah. as well. Um, it's not even the latest best standard that they brought back. Was it an older version? It's HDMI 2.0. The current, the latest version right now is HDMI 2.1. That's weird. That's. Yeah, and currently, the display plug-in setup right now, if you want to plug, technically, if you want to plug in a better quality display using a better standard, Thunderbolt 4, which, yes, these are now Thunderbolt 4 ports on there, Thunderbolt 4 is technically a better standard than HDMI 2.0. Right. In fact, I'm actually going to argue and say it's better than HDMI 2.1. So, I don't... So why is the HDMI back if it's not even that good of a port? Yeah, I got... Convenience factor? I don't know. Because I find USB-C to be more convenient, especially since more laptops have actually been ditching HDMI and using just USB-C Thunderbolt as display standards, which I argue is a better standard than HDMI. Right. So that's my thought on that. SD card slot. Do you miss it? Oh wait, you don't use SD no, cards, so you don't care. <laughs> I don't care. But I mean, it's you. it'll be a bit more challenging to actually do our challenges that have used the SD card, but oh well. I guess we'll just swap it for flash drives and such. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. By the way, we're I'm we're actually going to plan on doing an everything Apple race two again, because I mean it took us an hour last time, but we had a lot of fun doing that, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, sometimes so. <laughs> so, I'm actually working on developing another Apple 
everything Apple raised since now. We both have working iPhones at the time I actually used my iPod because my iPhone 5C died. Right. <laughs> um, and then we'll both actually have very similar laptops. And, well, I mean, this will... I mean, mine's probably going to have double the power, but... <laughs> well, that's a little unfair. What it, but well, last time I was advantaged over you, so... Well, yeah, that's because you had, like, a quad-core i7 in a 2014 15-inch, while I had a dual-core i5 in a 2011 13-inch. <laughs> Duh. So it wasn't... You know, maybe it's time I got a handicap for... So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've always had the better tech than me for such a long time. And, uh, until finally I got my iPhone XS Max, and that's the only thing that's newer than your... That's the only category I better in. Yeah. Well, not... Well, not... Like... I don't think that's going to be true soon. But. Yeah. What, are you planning on getting a new phone at some point? No, I mean, I was, I was saying... Like, like, I think you're about to get a new macbook oh yeah as soon as i get the new macbook yeah i'll instantly have a it won't just be advantage one. point another advantage point i'll have two advantage points <laughs> yeah, quite a few so yeah but yeah you have a quite an advantage point in terms of the mac department and the ipad department i still have i have my og ipad that just doesn't turn on but okay. my current ipad that i'm using right now is an ipad 4 you have an ipad 5 yeah. So. And currently, right now, my iPad 4 is practically unusable. So, so. we might need to get a new one for you. Because mine yeah. still works. It's you know. Yeah, you're still getting software updates. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. To me, that's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of weird how long this thing has held on. Cause it is. Yeah, it's crazy how how long Apple will support their devices but hey i'm not complaining <laughs> yeah that's good at least okay yeah. anywho oh we were talking about uh the max uh so yeah the sd card slot personally i was ready to get rid of it and why do you ask well how are you ready to get rid of it if a you have well actually i now have access to a dedicated camera and i currently have a macbook with an sd card slot how am i ready to get rid of it well, first of all, that camera I have doesn't use SD cards. It actually uses CF Express cards. And? And second, my iMac doesn't have an SD card slot. So it's kind of pointless to you anyway. Yeah. And that, and d despite that, I was, when I was on Android, I used the SD card slot a lot. And that was because Samsung micro SD cards, SD adapters, that's, pretty much what I did with when it came to transferring storage, but obviously I'm not on Samsung anymore. I use Apple now. Yeah. So I don't need the SD card slot anymore. That was the only reason why I could argue keeping it, but now I can't argue to keep it anymore. Right. That my camera does that. The camera that I use doesn't even have it. So, you know, like it's pointless. You know, I don't understand why those camera enthusiasts... Yes, there's a lot of cameras that will shoot to SD cards. Though here's the question I need to ask. Why should your standard be treated more special when there are so many other dedicated cameras out there that don't use SD cards? Like, for example, the one I'm using, 
it uses CF Express. Other cameras will use standards like CFast, or if you buy a RED camera, it's going to use RED's Minimag. Yeah, I don't... I don't understand. Neither do I. Why? That, that's just my biggest question. I can see why, okay, yeah, it's convenient to have a card reader built into the laptop. I see that. But my question is, why SD? Yeah, I, I mean, other people might have asked. I mean, if we're talking professional cameras, some have them, a lot don't. Right. And if we're talking about the regular cameras that maybe grandma might buy or something, just for quick pictures. Well, first of all, that's what our phones are for. You should not be buying those anymore. True. But yeah, those still record to SD cards if you buy those. Yeah. But then again, our phones have replaced that. So it's... I just don't see the reason to keep it. Well, me neither. But... And this is coming from a person with a professional camera. Yeah, so that just... So, and then the last one, um... Okay, this one I do need to definitely ask you that you could provide some feedback. MagSafe, do you miss MagSafe? Um... It was a convenient feature, but... Now that I don't have it anymore, I... Don't miss it too much i would i prefer it but like it's not that much of a deal for me what about magsafe do you prefer over USB-C? I, I do prefer that over USB-C. just the fact that it magnetically attaches and easily detaches or yeah. <laughs> i personally I don't mind it, and I can kind of see why they brought it back, and it's because charging speeds, it technically, USB-C currently right now is capped at, I believe it's 100 watts of power delivery. Oh. Now, with a 14-inch, I don't see the point, because they don't ship the over, what was it? Yeah, the 16-inch now ships with a 140-watt power brick. Yeah. <laughs> it's already crazy. Um, the 14 inch ships with a 96 or 97 watt power brick, but that's below the 100 watt power limit that USB-C has. So for the 16 inch, okay, it makes sense. But 14 inch, no, not really. Other than maybe design symmetry. That's my only guess. But I could easily live without it. And oh yeah, by the way, um, why do we need the 140-watt power brick? It's kind of stupid. I mean, let's try the point. I mean, do you have any complaints about your MacBook's charging speed or... Uh, no, no, it's, it's fine. It works. Yeah, so why do we need to increase it even more? Yeah, there's just not really a point to it. Yeah. So yeah, the, the biggest reason why MagSafe came back, other than the fact that it's easily breakawayable, which actually I honestly do not like that about MagSafe, because when in bed, especially when I still had my T-style MagSafe, I got a, I now have the L-tip style, and that's because I had to get a new charger since my last one ripped. Right. 
then again, it was an old charger. It, it, it did its time. But yeah, back when I had the T-Style, it was so easy to disconnect. Even, even when you're, I'm just lying in my bed doing some late night editing, it just disconnected way too easily. Huh. And I've discovered back when you still had your 2014 MacBook with the MagSafe, that thing disconnected even easier because it was thinner. Right. I mean, yeah, it kind of did that sometimes. And now this new version of MagSafe, MagSafe 3, it's even thinner. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, no, that... I feel, yeah, that... I feel like it's going to do the same thing again. Yeah, so th that's my biggest reason why I don't like it. It's convenient if you trip over the cord. Yes, I get that. But the problem is, it's just too easy to disconnect. Well, yeah. It's the, to the point where you're disconnecting it in, unintentionally. Now, I probably won't have this issue anymore because I'll be going off of the battery since now it... Oh, you're definitely going to be jealous of the battery life this thing has. 21 hours with the 16-inch? Wow. Yeah, I'm jealous. That's a lot. I know, that's... Almost double what yours is rated at. Yours is rated at 11, I think. Wow. And that's if you're not video editing. Oh, yeah. Or just... Yeah, the second you start video editing, you're going to drop to like an hour, maybe two. Yeah, so I am kind of jealous. But... <laughs> yeah, I, I felt so bad for you. I mean, I understand why you kind of had to get it, being that's because your uh, old 15-inch died on you. You know, it was just gone. So yeah, yeah. Like you plugged it in and it didn't even respond, no, right? Nothing I did. Yeah, it pretty much died on him. That so I understand why he needed to get this new MacBook. Yeah, I looked, I looked it, it made sense at the time, especially. But just the timing of when he needed to get it. Oh, that is so bad. Yeah, so hot. Yeah, yeah. I I feel so bad for the fact that you're missing out on. This great battery efficiency. I mean, performance metrics, I would think you don't care about them as much, especially since you're already getting the bigger screen variant, which means you're already getting the best base model performance. Right. So, yeah, considering that... Yeah, considering that you don't care about performance as much, I knew you would care about battery, and there is a big difference. Yeah, that... Uh... It's kind of upsetting, but like, what what could I do? Yeah, you're you're in a situation. I don't blame you for needing to get that right away, but I mean, hey, at the time that was a pretty good laptop too, yeah. and arguably it still has some advantages over the laptop I'm getting. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it has better I/O in my opinion, and it has the Touch Bar. Mm-hmm. But why am I getting this new 16-inch over the 16-inch that Salt has? Well, you know what? Let's finally get into it. And I'll sum this up because I know I'm taking quite a long time to explain this. Uh, display. I do care about display a lot. It has the same mini-LED display that the iPad Pro now has. Right. It also has ProMotion, 120 hertz. Oh, that's, that's nice. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's really nice. Um, It now has a notch. I know some people might question the benefits of it, but... Here's the thing. So, salt. The menu bar, you know how it takes up... It's always taking up space unless you go into full screen mode? Yeah. 
Does it not do that anymore? Well, imagine if, let's just say the menu bar was pushed up past the camera. Yeah. Oh. There's more screen real estate. Oh yeah, no, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's actually the reason why I like the notch because the notch doesn't cut deeper. The notch, the notch is cuts in. It's the same depth as the menu yeah. bar. So, and considering that you, you have to be a crazy user to even get that many menus to take up enough space, like to get into the center of the menu bar, you, you have to be a crazy person to get apps with that kind of stuff. I'm not that crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, the notch doesn't bother me at all. Mm -hmm. And I actually view it as a benefit because as someone who values screen real estate, I'm getting more of it. Yeah, that's good. All right. Um, I'm also getting that obvious performance upgrade. I didn't care if I got the M1, M1 Pro, M1 Max. I honestly don't care because no matter what I choose, I'm getting a performance upgrade anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though, obviously, I'm going to go for the M1 Pro, and that's just because that's the worst processor I can get in the 16-inch. Um, uh, the keyboard actually has, I mean, other than it doesn't have the touch bar, I don't like that. It's actually got one nice thing about it, and it's the keyboard bay, I like to call it. The bay where, all the, where the keyboard is inset in. It's now spray-painted to color match the keyboard. Right, it's black now. Which yeah, you I said like. you liked that. Yeah, no, no, it's good. Yeah, I agree, that looks good. I'm not a fan of Touch ID, but then again, that's... You know why, eczema, it's... It's very iffy with me. Yeah, you're... Yeah, just to my knowledge, it's the same... I believe it's the exact same key that you can get on the IMAX Touch ID keyboard. Right. But I can't be certain. So if it's the same one and I found that it does work. But then again, I have eczema, which means it could all of a sudden just flat out stop working at some point. So I'm not a fan of that, to be honest. But I would prefer Face ID, but oh well, it's... That's uh, fine. It'll finally be nice to have a quicker way to get into my computer. Yeah, it would. And then the biggest thing that I'm going to... Well, two... Wait, hold on before I get to the biggest thing that I'm going to appreciate. Um... Webcam and microphones. I'm actually when I get that thing, I'm actually going to start recording the podcast off of that webcam and the microphone. And the reason why I'm going to do this is because I watch. Is it good? Good is an understatement. It is excellent oh. for a laptop webcam. Yeah, I listen to the Talos of Tech podcast, and that's testing out the studio quality microphones. They are so good to the point where I actually think they're perfectly podcast usable. All right, well. And the webcam, I've seen, he's done many live streams with it before, and YouTube compresses these things anyways. Was it still good? Even yeah, the webcam is also excellent. Best in any laptop. Well, that's really good. Yeah, so... Once I get that, I'm actually going to have a much better setup versus having my iPhone record everything. My iPhone is good, yes, but 
I'm gonna to stick to the MacBook because it's much simpler and because I have to come down here, leave my studio. I don't wanna constantly have to bring my laptop, charging cable, all sorts of other goodies and all that just to get my whole podcast set up. Set up. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, it'll be all in one package. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I like that, to be honest. And then the last thing that I'm gonna appreciate most, battery life. Yeah, I heard it was. Yeah, twenty like twenty one hours rated. That that's nuts, and the fact that you don't drop as much, considering that you don't use as much power when it comes to doing pro tasks anymore. Right. The, the battery life, even when doing video editing, is still going to be pretty excellent, and considering that I'm just cutting light 1080p 60 footage. <laughs> I'm probably not going to drop that much battery. I'm probably going to be able to edit like two, maybe three videos in one sitting on one charge. Yeah, no, that's really good. And that, that's, that's one of my other complaints that I'm having right now with my current MacBook. I mean, the battery's fine if I'm doing document editing stuff like that or just web browsing in general. I can get like two to three hours out of it and I can live with that if I'm doing that stuff. Obviously, if I start editing, I'm going to get like maybe half an hour before I have to plug in. Sure. But because of that, I'm always constantly having to be near an outlet. Hmm. And because right now my mom's laptop is, well, the battery on that thing is shot like to the point where it doesn't even work anymore. She has to always plug in her computer whenever she wants to use it. It's not right. convenient to having to need having this need to find an outlet is not convenient, especially now that there's two people in the situation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then the obvious biggest benefit reason why I've wanted to upgrade for so long, the bigger display. Oh, of course. Yeah. That... Yeah. <laughs> so... Yes, it doesn't have the touch bar. Yes, it doesn't have exactly the best port selection. But, but I'm not going to let else? that stop me from upgrading to this beast of a machine. Yeah, everything else is just is great. So. Mm -hmm. So, okay, that's what we've talked about the So that's what's basically happened this entire year. I'm sorry that we missed out on it. Part of it was just because I'm trying to figure out what to do with the podcast. Part of it was because I didn't have time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, think of this as a sort of like end of the year recap on news. I guess I need to ask you this, Salt. Was this a good year for Apple in terms of product releases? I mean, I, I think so. And obviously they didn't have like as much sales as last year, but... Uh, yeah, I, I think so they had good. a really good year. They've re they've released some very good stuff like AirTags, the new iMac I absolutely love, even though the chin and white bezels is very controversial. Yeah. You know, the new colors look nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The, they've released so many good products, and even though some of them are not meant for me, like the iPad Mini, for example, I like it. It's just not meant for me. It's not meant for my use cases, but that doesn't stop me from liking it a lot. Yeah, no, it's pretty... I have to say, this year was definitely one of the best years that Apple has actually had in terms of making products. Yeah, they've been really solid. 
this year. Yeah, so. they have hit the news so much. So, all but right, again. before we go, we have one more thing that I'd like both of us to attempt to do. Oh, so in the notes for the podcast, we have something called Type the Alphabet Game. Do you want to explain how we're going to do this? So basically, it's in the notes. There's a link that we can click on right now. It's basically going to take this to this page. So the reason why I did this is because Marquez Brownlee on the Waveform podcast has been doing this with his guests. And I thought, you know what? This would be fun. And I know you're a faster typer than me. You type much faster than me. Yeah. I want to see what happens if it's the alphabet we're trying to type. Okay, so for context, um, on a good day, uh, my typing speed averages out at around like a hundred. Like I think I think a hundred words per minute. I think that was. Oh jeez! I think that was the. Dude, that's yours. crazy. Well, I've been typing a well I, I write a lot of stories on a computer so I, I mean i know you do a lot of story writing but geez a hundred words a minute i can never match that well jeez hold on wait so yeah let's actually find out who can the, the, win? This I wanted to see the, what would happen if we were trying to type the alphabet. I know I'm going to suck because I'm a very slow typer in general. I don't know my average, but I do know it's somewhere between 30 and 45 words a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not good at typing. All right, so. All right, I, I got it pulled up. Um, I'm, All right. I'm screen recording so Who do you want to go first? So who do you actually want to start typing first? Um, I mean, I can go right now. I'm screen recording this. So. Okay, I'm going to take screenshots because right now your actual face is appearing on the call icon screen. So I'm just going to take screenshots to avoid that. Oh, that's... Okay. So what I've done is that... Well, you can... You can use QuickTime Play. Cut this out in the actual... But, like, in the in the QuickTime Player thing, you can adjust the part where it records. So right now it's just showing the bottom part. Oh, you part. can? Yeah, you, oh. yeah, you can Well, cut I'm not going to set that up right now because I've actually got a lot of things running on my computer right now. I don't want to possibly limit the performance to the point where it might drop the call, so I'll just take screenshots. That's okay. What do. Well, I'm recording now, so... All right. I'm, I'm free to take your test. All right. <laughs> all right. You can take your test now. All right. Wait, what time did you get? Seven seconds. Oh, wait. No, you know what? No, hold on. All right. I'll do mine first. Okay. All right. So good thing I'm using my preferred keyboard. Marquez always brings up keyboard styles and all that. My preferred style is Chiclet, and that's exactly what's on most laptops yeah so yeah i'm using my preferred design all right here we go oh okay so what was your time seven seconds point two nine seven i got ten point two two five seconds okay 
I mean, that's not that bad. I mean, yeah, that's for being a slow type, the slow typer that I am. But I believe we get three tries or something. Oh, we get three. Yes. So now that we have an idea of what we're, what it is we're typing, we might actually improve. So I, I want to do this three times. So we that was Oops. time one. So okay, hold on. Right. Wait. Yep. Let me. Let me get let me get another because I stopped the screen recording. Um, oh, okay. Um, I gotta take my screenshot. Hello. Hello. No, my screenshot's not working. Oh. Come on. Where's my screenshot? Command. Oh, I'm doing Command Shift Function Four. That might be a difference. All right. Um, spacebar. Okay, I took that screenshot. Okay. All right, feel free to start when you're ready. I already finished. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right, I'll do mine then. Okay, here we go. Oh, shoot, I, I hit reset. My bad. Okay, <laughs> right. I gotta start that again. All right, let me try that, that again. Ooh, I improved by two seconds. Ooh, what's it at now? Um, 8.097 seconds. 6.999. Ooh, you definitely improved too. Alright, last Take that one. screenshot. Last one. I... Alright, your turn. Alright. Ooh, my best time yet. What, what is this? Seven... 7.002 seconds. Oh, you did better than me. I did 7.125. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Still not my best, though. I've... All right, yeah, your best was like six seconds or something? Six, no, it, it was basically seven, but it was 6.999. So, like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you, sec you still technically are a faster typer than me on average, though. Yeah, I'm better at typing out letters. Not, I mean, not letters, but like words. Yeah, words. You do much better with words versus the entire alphabet. Yeah. So, yeah, that was very interesting. And <laughs> I guess I need to tell you this real quick. Yeah. Um, he does this with his guests. I'm thinking of actually doing the same thing. With every one of your guests? If we do have more guests in the future, which, oh, yeah, I actually have someone on the pending list for a guest. Oh, yeah. So... All right, well, that was fun. We finally did We finally did it. We recorded an episode after way too long of being absent. It's about two hours, so hopefully that makes up for... Yeah, we're hoping this definitely makes up for it. So I don't know if this... You know what, this might end up being the last podcast episode for a year. Oh, yeah, for, 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 for the year. year. Not, <laughs> not for a year. Hopefully not for, for a year. year. <laughs> Yeah, for the year, for the year 2021, hopefully um, the week of 2022, we're back. Right. And but that's assuming we can get our act together, which yeah. 
We currently have our calendars marked. Sunday. Let's We're going to record. We get our act together. Yeah. Let's get our act together. So, <laughs> all right. So I, I got to work on actually, I mean, you know how I got the new logos for the channel and all that? Yeah. This is the first time I'm actually going to apply them to the podcast. So <laughs> I have to figure out exactly what I'm going to do for that. And I'm, we need to work on a better outro or something because it's fine. Like... Yeah, I mean, okay. So, all right. I'll just use the standard audio. The, the standard one that we've been doing for a while until I actually come up with a professional one because I, I'm trying to come up with a professional one. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here we go. For the audio listeners, thank you for listening to this episode of Alpha and Salt. Be sure to rank us five stars and check out some of our links in the show notes, depending on if I remember to put any in there. And for the video watchers on YouTube, thank you for watching this episode of Alpha and Salt. Be sure to well, interact with the usual stuff below, including links and all that. And you know what? We're not doing voicemail anymore. No. We're... I First of all, I've lost the number. <laughs> and second, it's... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I lost the number. No one does it anyway, so... Yeah, no, no one has ever sent us a voicemail, and I've already lost the number. I don't see a point in trying to get it back, yeah. so... Yeah, we're, we're just going to forget that the voicemail thing even existed so sorry but because no one took advantage of it we're not doing it yep we're not doing it anymore and not to mention i've been getting way too many scam calls lately i don't think i want to deal with voicemails yeah. from I, I just can't do it anymore so yep all right salt pepper alpha duel signing out